Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging? They only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon. Welcome back to Jack Wagon Sports Radio, everybody. Mullet Mafia, welcome home. We're a day late and dollar short, but I'm all out of fucks to give, so here we are. Here we are. Uh, got a great episode lined up for you guys. Nick put it together, so I don't know if I'd say great, but... It's, it's great. It's, it's fantastic. It's okay. Um, Absolutely. It's beautiful. Nick's proud of it. And it is, so that's all that matters. It is the beautiful eve before Super Wild Card weekend, so... Lots to look forward to. Mm. Can't wait. Can't wait. And we snowed in all day Sunday, so I'm super excited to just sit down and watch nothing but football all day. There you go. And go Nothing better than that. Go shovel my driveway. Yeah, there you go. But, How uh, much are you all supposed to... Oh, I guess that big storm is coming up. I'm done. Uh, so oh. we're we're only supposed to get, like, I don't know, like, they say one to three inches, but we're supposed to get, like, <laughs> half inch of ice. Oh. So it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. We're supposed to get five to ten of snow, <clears throat> so, yeah. you know, it is what it is. That's it. Like, when, when the... <laughs> the radar or whatever first came out like last Sunday, it said we were supposed to get like a foot and then Hannah's parents at the lake were supposed to get like 40 inches of snow. And I was like, <laughs> good God. And luckily like it's changed and now they're only supposed to get like a foot. And I was like, oh yeah, I'd rather yeah, have a we were foot supposed than to get snow like tomorrow and Sunday. <laughs> and now it's just like tomorrow night and Sunday. Yeah. I don't, but, I, I think a lot of it's going to end up missing us because they keep changing the track and it just keeps updating that it's moving like further East. Yeah, if it moves um oh east. Yeah. Well if yeah. it moves farther west up here, we'll only get like one to five, I think. But if also if it moves farther east, we'll get like ten plus. So yeah. you know, whatever. Guess we'll see. <laughs> My little Malibu will have to put it in sport mode. So. Mm. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, we're 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 getting off topic as always, so we're off to a great always. start. Nick, why don't you get us started tonight, buddy? Well, with your excellent note taking in the NFL. Yeah, this this note taking is superb. All right. So, as I mentioned, beautiful eve of wild card weekend. Um big big weekend. Uh, obviously, um you know, first round of the playoffs. Uh, I I can't express to you how excited I am. Um my team isn't in it, uh which kind of for me is a little more enjoyable cuz then I get to watch everybody and actually pay attention to everything. So, uh, before we get into all of that, though, um, I wanted to talk about some things George and I were discussing a little bit uh, before the podcast. But first, the Houston Texans uh, continue to be the worst franchise in the NFL by firing first-year head coach David Culley after, in my opinion, completely overachieving in a season where there was absolutely no hope for the team. Uh, and they also fired their offensive coordinator after some late signs of life in the season. Uh, the offense started to click. I mean, Rex Burkhead was the leading rusher like three weeks in a row, I think, to end the season. Um, I don't, it just seems very dumb to me. Uh, I, yeah, it's I don't know bullshit. If, yeah, I don't know if they have bigger... bigger uh, yeah, that, that came out, and immediately I went, are you fucking kidding me? Like... It would have been one thing, like, if he had been there for, like, two or three years and, like, they're not getting any better. But almost, like, well, they've traded away their entire team before this guy gets, before David gets there. And then your star player is 
you know, both sitting out and benched. Um, I don't understand how you how you trade the entire team but keep the one person that can't play. Well, because nobody <laughs> wants because nobody wants them. Oh, somebody wants them. Well, they do, but they don't want the trouble. Like, what, what's the point of trading for him and then you can't play him because he goes to jail? Like until until everything gets resolved, like no nobody is gonna want to sacrifice, especially with what the Texans are asking. Like they want a ridiculous return for him, and just people are that's like, "Listen, price. yeah, they're like or, oh. not fair price." That's not what I meant to say. That's a fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah. Texans have always been a terribly run franchise, and they will continue to be until that owner dies. And I, I hate to say that, but it's the truth. <laughs> so, not surprising. I, I mean, it, it was surprising, but it's, yeah. When I started to feel bad about my franchise, the Texans would remind me that I could yeah, have it exactly, worse. Exactly, exactly. Um, and moving on from a uh, franchise standpoint to a player standpoint, uh, on Twitter and really all social media and on uh, some sports shows, I've been seeing just slander of Carson Wentz. And the way the media has portrayed him, based off of what his coaches said, and George and I got into this earlier, um, and we had to stop. We almost, yeah, we had to stop. We almost didn't save it for the podcast. It was getting, it was getting going. It was getting good. Um, but basically, um, everybody's coming out and blaming him for missing the playoffs, um, saying that uh, basically saying with a better QB they they would have done better. And obviously, that's <laughs> every team would do better with a better QB. That's like just how it works. Um, but I, I think that Carson Wentz is probably one of the more proficient quarterbacks in the league. Um, you know, he he has had injuries, but we've seen him stay relatively healthy this year. Uh, I don't know if he. I can't say that he didn't miss any games. I don't have the thing in front of me, but uh, yeah, I believe he missed the first. Uh, definitely the first one. It might have been the first two with the sprained ankle. I really, I really want. I think he did miss games. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up now because that was one thing. Anyway, regardless. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess he played all games. Okay. So yeah, I guess whatever. Um. So even better, he proved all the doubters wrong about that. Um. But really, uh, and I I wrote some stats down here. You guys know I I only bring stats out when when it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> um. So, Carson Wentz was 16th in the NFL in attempts at 516. He was 18th in yards at 3,563, 10th in touchdowns at 27, and tied for 28th, um, which, if you flip it the other way, would be 4th with 7 interceptions. The only starting quarterback in the league to throw less interceptions than Carson Wentz was Aaron Rodgers. But, uh, to me, that sounds like a game manager, and I understand that that might not necessarily be the quarterback that you want to commit to for 10 plus years, but you have a good defense, you have a really strong running back. Um, and in all honesty, uh, I, I think their biggest problem, George and I, I'll save the one topic for last, but, um, but I think the biggest problem is that they don't have a true wide receiver one. Um, Pittman played good, uh, but in all reality, none of those wide receivers are true wide receiver ones. Um, so I definitely think, not not to mention, um, 
you know, a, a, a good tight end, which I understand is hard to find in the league. Um, you can have a serviceable tight end, but, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor is really his only help. Um, and the last point that I brought up, um, um, I saved it for last because this is what George and I were talking about. Um, I, I, I don't think that that O-line uh, is really, like, granted, there's a lot, there's a lot in play here. Okay, the O-line obviously has to be good. George and I talked about this. Um, Jonathan Taylor doesn't just lead the league in rushing if the O-line isn't somewhat good. But you do have O-lines that are better at run blocking than pass blocking. Um, as a Washington fan, um, I've seen it. We have games where we can run the ball but can't stop a pass rusher. So I, I see it. And um, and George, George had some points. I want to let George get in here. I'm going to say some things before we start talking about the playoffs. Oh, oh, you're, you're not, no, okay. Sorry. Um, what? no, I, I thought you were going to keep talking for a second. That's so why I was like, oh, no, wait. no, 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 um, no, <laughs> uh, so I, I want the people to hear what you have to say. Cause you, no, did, so, you brought up some good points. I, I do agree with you that I think the slander against him is a little outrageous. Um, especially when he's not a free agent, like he's still on your team. Like, yeah, you can trade him and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the, the things that they have been saying is outrageous, and I agree that he is definitely not the worst quarterback in the league. Um, there, there are quarterbacks out there that are far worse. Um, but I will say that he, more so than not this year, that he like cost them chances in games, and not necessarily throwing picks. It's just with whether it be a bad read, or you know, he just constantly throws his checkdown routes, and it's like, yeah, like that's fine when you're getting pressure and stuff, but um, like when it's third and 10 you need 10 yards and he's throwing like a five yard route and, and that's what got them in trouble more than anything was you know just bad decision making then like that doesn't show up in the stats like he gets a completion and he gets yards added to his total like that doesn't go against him in the stat column but that was his biggest issue and their line was was definitely not the worst in the league you know they only gave up 1.9 sacks per game um which is good for the tied ninth in the league but again like that doesn't say much because jacksonville also gave up 1.9 sacks per game like <laughs> it, but we were I, we were talking about like washington yeah. was ranked like the sixth best line or something yeah and, and so like yeah, you can't always like look at that stuff and that's why stats can always be deceiving and yeah that's why i didn't even bother like i was gonna and then i was like you know what it's right. even... <laughs> yeah and, and at the end of the day that he threw 27 touchdowns tied 10th in the league and seven interceptions like yeah, that's not terrible, but it, it it could be better. And like you said, yes, any team that gets a better quarterback is obviously going to win more games. It's just his decision-making more often than not costs them in a lot of close games, and that's why they're not in the playoffs. And, you know, that's and, and why I, I understand I, yeah. that side of it. But at the same time, like, you know, that, it, that sounds 100% fair. But, you know, when you watch them play, Again, we kind of talked about one no true wide receiver one. Um, you have good wide receivers, but, you know, like Washington, we have Terry, but even behind Terry, we don't have nothing. Yeah. And you struggle. Well, it's like, like they, they, when they played Jacksonville, like, it almost looked like that entire team didn't give a shit. Like, it wasn't just Carson's fault. No. But, like, that defense was just getting gouged left and right, but nobody's blaming the defense. Jonathan Taylor, like, barely got anything going on the ground. And, like, nobody would obviously blame him because that's not his fault, but, like, 
like I and said, I one hundred percent agree with yeah. you that he is getting unfairly blamed for everything. Um, but uh, like I, I could understand like fans are unhappy, and I get that, but he doesn't deserve all all of the blame. And but like throughout the season, I would say yeah. That, but think yeah. about this: if he if if he had the same exact stats that he had in that Jaguars game, and they happened to win that game. Think of how different the script is. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. Y- you know, it. Whatever. That's why it's, I get so it's, salty it's, about it. Yeah, it's sports fans politics. in general, and they're they're always going to be like that. Like, but anyway, if if your team wins and you play crappy, they're they're going to be happy. And yeah, I I just rhymed. I feel very proud about myself. Um, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of the day, like like I said, I agree. Um, that he is definitely not the best quarterback out there. He's not the worst. But that the the slander that he's getting from his coaches is just like kind of ridiculous at this point. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Can we get copyrighted for that? Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Probably. Uh, <laughs> probably we're gonna get taken off everything. Uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, we're gonna take our picks at who we think are gonna win these beautiful six games we have coming up. Uh, this Saturday and Sunday. Um, so obviously, uh, like we stated before, Green Bay and Tennessee both have buys. Uh, first up, we're going to go with the NFC. We have the Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams for the three-peat of the season. The I believe it's the tiebreakers. Yeah, the, the, the tiebreaker tr- the trilogy. Of the season. Yeah, the trilogy. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, three-peat um, is when you win three in a row. Yeah, well, I understand. <laughs> you know, it, it's hard being this dumb. Um, I should know. So, yeah, exactly. So, George, uh, who do you think? Who do you think is taking home the tiebreaker? Uh, I think it's going to end in a tie. You, th- if if it was possible, Sh- this game would end in a tie because both of these teams <laughs> suck right now. Like, I I, I fully understand that they can't end in a tie in the playoffs. Um, they just keep going the overtimes. But these teams, just both of them, just suck right now. Like, neither one of them looks like a, a playoff caliber team. Like. They both are just limping into the playoffs. They somehow lucked into winning. The Rams somehow lucked into winning their division. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to say, man. Um, I I guess I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna go Rams at home, even though the Cardinals already beat them at home this year. Fuck. It, yeah, Rams. Fuck it. There you go. Um, so a situation like the New England Buffalo situation. Yeah. It sounds like. Um, yeah. I, I I didn't happen to notice it about that, but I did about New England. Um, I haven't made a decision on this one yet either, because well, you need the entire season. Every, we got I a know, show to get to. I know. We've only been on team. Um, but every time I've picked one of these teams, I feel like they've lost, especially against each other. Um, so my initial instinct uh, was that Arizona was going to win, so I'm going to go with the Rams, like old Georgie. All right. Congratulations, Arizona. Good job, Arizona. All right. And second in the NFC, uh, we have, uh, honestly, uh, my, I don't think it's going to be the game of the weekend, but my favorite game um, of this slate, and that is the San Francisco 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. Tell me, George, who's going home? Uh, Dallas is going home. Thanks for phrasing it like that because I almost messed that up. Uh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take San Francisco. Um, <laughs> they both struggled to get off to fast starts lately. Uh, I mean, unless Dallas is playing a divisional opponent, they look like dog shit half the time. Um, 
and San Francisco, they obviously struggle uh, with you know getting off to a good start. That you know, we saw that last week, and they were down seventeen nothing, I think, to start against the Rams, and came back and tied it, set it to overtime. But when that uh, team when that team is playing as a unit, yeah, I, they're I honestly one of the best teams in. Yeah. Um. So I I really I I think this is gonna be I think this is gonna be game of the week. It's either gonna be this or the New England Buffalo game. Um. But I'm going to take San Francisco. All right. I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. One, because I want to see Dallas lose. I should have picked Dallas just so they lost. Um, but I, I'm so confident in San Fran. Um, Dallas, like we talked about, Dallas has struggled in parts of this season. Um, and while they looked good towards the end of the season, putting whoopings on everybody, it was us, which we almost came back. Um, I forget who they played, and then it was half of us. We were missing our two leading tacklers and some other players, um, and then like half of Philly. So I, I'm still not impressed. And San Fran has been one of those teams that just keeps finding ways to do it. I think they're gonna do it again this weekend. I agree. Uh, and last but not least, uh, a lot of buzz around this game. Um. It is a Tampa Bay and Tom Brady versus the NFC East wildcard matchup again. Um, We have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Big difference from last year. Tom Brady is going to be at home. Tell me, George, who you got? Uh, Tampa Bay. Um, If there was a mercy rule in the the NFL, I think it would be implemented in this game. Now, hold on a second, because I'm pretty sure – I want to double check something because I thought I'd seen something earlier and I didn't really think about it, although I should have. Um, I, it doesn't matter. I'm uh, T- Tampa Bay by 30, so congratulations, Philly. But yeah, Tampa Bay by 30. Okay. Well, hold on. No, I'm, I'm not double check this not th- before. At least I, two touchdowns. I would say definitely 14 to 17. That That's how much the winning margin is going to be. 14 to 17 points, Tampa Bay. 14 to 17 points, Tampa Bay. Yep. So again, congratulations, Philly. But I think Mike Evans is the only receiver they have, and he's going against Darius Slay all weekend. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bold. As much as I don't want to see it, I'm going Philly. It has been that season for Tom Brady, and I have to do it. So George thinks Philly's gonna win because he's so confident in Tampa Bay. I think Philly's gonna win. So I guess we'll see what happens. But over on the other side of the bracket, uh, we have another. Uh, rematch of the of the regular season. Uh, actually, five of these five out of these six matchups are rematches from the regular season. Some of them once, some of them twice. But we have uh, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals. Tell me, George. I know you're eager to pick this one. Yeah. You got. Uh, I don't know. This is hard to pick because, like I said, I I think Las Vegas is on a hot streak. Uh, they they played really well here lately. I just I think Cincinnati is is too good uh, with Jamar Chase uh, and the way Joe Joe Burrow is slinging it. Um, if they if Las Vegas can find any way to slow that passing attack down, they they have their chance. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go Cincinnati at home, uh, winning their first playoff game in I think like 15 years. I want to say it's been a long time. That's, that's all I know. Yeah, it's been so, a few. Yeah, I, I think Joe uh, Burrow delivers that for him. 
Oh, yes, sir. Joey Badass. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, I'm, I'm going Cincinnati. I think that offense is just too good um, for the Raiders' defense. The Raiders' offense has looked pretty good, but Cincinnati's defense has also been playing solid. I think they slow them down enough to let uh, Joey Burrow run away with it and give them that first playoff win in, in, in a year or two. <laughs> uh, moving on. In my pick for game of the week, we have the New England Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. George has his pick written down for this one already. Tell me, George, who is it? Don't spoil it for everybody. Uh, That's why. <laughs> no, uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Buffalo at home. Uh, I think the conditions are gonna be a lot more favorable, uh, so that they can actually throw the ball this time. Um, I still I still think it's gonna be cold as hell. It's Buffalo in the middle of January, but um. <laughs> I think Buffalo is going to come out, and they have they have a lot to prove. A lot of people think that their their win over New England was a fluke. A lot of people think New England's win over them was a fluke. Um, yeah, I see. Like I said earlier, I think this is contender between this and Dallas uh, for the game of the week. Um, but I'm going to go Buffalo at home. Uh, Bills Mafia is going to be out there in full force. Uh, I think it's going to be wild to watch on TV. So I'm going to take Buffalo. I do love me some Bills Mafia. Um... I always, I, I have a joke. George is well aware of it. Um, but in the one group chat, because I am a Washington fan and it is absolutely miserable sometimes, um, I talk about how it makes it makes me want to jump through a table because I want to bandwagon over the Bills because I've been on the Bills bandwagon for years. So, uh, but unfortunately, I have to go against them in this game. Um, I have New England. For multiple reasons. First of all, Bill Belichick in the playoffs is a different breed. Second of all, um, in their series, I think we touched on this the last episode. In their series this year, in the regular season, they each won as the away team in their games. New England's the away team in this game. Also, number two, Josh Allen absolutely sucks when it is freezing out, which is stupid because the man plays for the Buffalo Bills, but he sucks when it's freezing out. So that that was actually number three, I guess. I said number two, but that was number three. Um, but yeah, I have New England taking this one, spoiling the Buffalo party as much as it hurts. I, I want to see Buffalo win. I just don't think, I, I think that New England's going to come away with it. And last but not least, I can already, oh, Okay, just kidding. Um, uh, by the way, I just yeah. want to point out this game's Sunday, right? I believe so. I believe it's Sunday. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. it's, it's supposed to be thirty degrees there, which thirty isn't, isn't freezing. I was watching someone like I it literally was on the TV today talking about how it was it was a freezing kickoff time. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, well, then it, it has to be playing. I mean, thirty is below freezing still. Oh, it's at eight fifteen at night too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's calling for snow. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just like looked oh, it up man. quick, and I was like, "It's thirty degrees." Full weather forecast, George. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because like it says today and tomorrow there it's like twelve degrees. I was like, "Yeah, now that's freezing." And then I looked up, and it's like Sunday. Yeah, thirty degrees. That's not bad. And then it says like uh, Sunday night it's supposed to snow. I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> oh, oh well. Um, either way, I think it'll be a great game. Uh, but last. Last but not least, in the AFC and in the NFL as a whole, we have um, 
what could be or what at least people are chattering about being a big upset alert. Um, so we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Tell me, George, do you think Big Ben's going to spoil Patrick Mahomes' party? I do, and, and here's why. And obviously, we just watched Kansas City massacre Pittsburgh like three weeks ago. Um, four, I guess now. But it, it, this is a team now that has absolutely nothing to lose. Like, and the, this team is playing at such a high because they know every game is basically Big Ben's last game. And I think that makes them dangerous. I'm not saying that that's the reason they're going to win. I'm, pick, I'm obviously picking Pittsburgh um, just because, like, I, I think that makes them very dangerous. And, you know, Kansas City is a team that this year has taken teams at times lightly, um, you know, and allowed, you know, underachieving teams to play up with them. Um, so I think this is going to be a lot closer than the game uh, four weeks ago now. Um, and Juju is possibly coming back. So that gives Pittsburgh a weapon at least. Um, so I think they have a fighting shot. And if, if anybody is going to upset Kansas City this year, uh, I could see it being you know a, a hungry Pittsburgh team um, with nothing to lose, basically. I definitely, I can definitely, as somebody who loves underdogs, I, I appreciate um, your judgment for sure. Because I, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if you were looking at the, the notes or not, but I, I had Pitt in there and I just changed it because my gut was telling me, nah, Kansas City's going to walk all over them. Um, I, I want to choose Pitt. I really do. It's Big Ben's last game. Um, You know, they weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. He made the comment about, we're probably the worst team in the playoffs out of 14. We're probably ranked 14th. They're, even though they're not the number one seed, they're probably the best team in the NFL, yada, 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 um, all that heavy horse shit. I want to pick Pitt, and I think, like, it's such a perfect setup for an upset that Kansas City is just going to come out at home and absolutely wreck them. <laughs> like, you know, when you're, like, things are hyped up on Twitter and they're hyped up on, you know, your mama's Instagram and you somebody thinks oh my god pittsburgh's gonna do it pittsburgh's gonna knock the chiefs out and then kansas city comes out and scores 21 in the first quarter like (laughs) i don't know i i respect pitt's defense and i don't think that i don't think it's gonna be as bad as it was the previous time they met but i have kansas city winning this one fair enough fair enough i like that we Uh, started to disagree more especially when we get in the conversation well yeah i mean I can't agree with you all the time. People are going to think we're the same person. Well, yeah. And then that gets boring. All the time. And that yeah. makes me terrible. And according to Hannah, I'm never right. So. Oh. Can't be having that. Can't be having that. Uh, no, moving on, we got some NCAA men's basketball to talk about. Uh, had it a wild um, few days here. Uh, number one, Baylor finally goes down. I was honestly starting to contemplate, like, this could be a team that just runs the table this year. Um, but, nope, Texas Tech ended that uh, number 19. Texas Tech. Yeah. Coming at it again. Yeah. You do not want to be the number one seed playing Texas Tech. Bro. You're, like, no. shaking. Uh, terrifying. Yeah, so Texas Tech upsets them 65-62. Uh, like we said, Baylor's first loss of the season. Uh, big win for Villanova. V's up, baby. Um, this is... This got really close at the end. Uh, they were up, again, like 16 points uh, at one point. And Xavier came out in the second half and just took it to Nova and closed the gap. Um, 
but Nova's able to hang on and get a 64-60 win. Uh, DePaul last night uh, upset number 20, Seton Hall. Um, Seton Hall is now 11-4. and four. It was We were at the restaurant last night watching this, and uh, DePaul was up by like 20 at one point. Like, and then we got home, and I turned the game on just to watch the end, and Seton Hall was down by like three. I was like, oh, shit, like, oh, they're going to win. Like, they come back, and DePaul just stuffed them at the end. Um, and also last night, Oregon uh, knocks off number three UCLA, 84-81 in overtime. Head coach Dana Altman wins uh, or gets career win number 700. Um, so huge uh, milestone for him. Uh, Oregon looks like they're finally starting to hit their stride as a team. Um, so that is honestly uh, scary for the rest of the Pac-12. Now, the only undefeated team left is US, or, yeah, USC. Uh, and Oregon plays USC this weekend. So that's going to be a great game on Saturday night to watch. Uh, speaking of great games this weekend, or sorry, I, we do have one more game to talk about. Uh, no, no, we, yeah, we do. Uh, Wisconsin beat Ohio State 78-68. Um, it's revenge for the first time uh, Ohio State beat, beat them this year. Wisconsin is another team that's starting to hit their stride. Ohio State is really struggling here lately. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they can stay in uh, the top 25 and if they can regroup and get their season going on the right track here. Um, that was a team, you know, a month into the season, everybody's looking at like, oh, you know, this could be an outside contender for a title run. Um, and the way they've played over the last month, I would say that is definitely not the case. Um, now to the great games we have coming up this weekend, uh, Tennessee at Kentucky. This is scheduled a few weeks ago. Um, and it has now been rescheduled. They're playing on Saturday. Uh, Tennessee is number 22 in the country. Uh, Kentucky is number 18. Nick, who do you have? This is a really tough one. These are two teams that everybody had high expectations for at the beginning of the season, and they've kind of fallen back and almost out of the conversation. Um, Obviously, both of these teams are looking to pull it around. Uh, To me, this game is kind of a flip a coin um, with the way they've been playing, so I'm going to go with Kentucky. I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee. Uh, I know it's going to be rough on the road uh, at Kentucky, but um, I, I like the way Tennessee's been playing here lately. Um, the last few games, they've been on a little bit more of a roller coaster, but they always come up big in uh, these, these tough matchups. Um, Kentucky just hasn't shown me enough to really buy into them yet, and so that's why I'm going to take Tennessee uh, with a big upset on the road. Uh, moving on, we have number 21, Texas, and number 15, Iowa State. Uh, Nick, who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Iowa State on this one. Texas was another team that a lot of people had high hopes for. Hasn't really, uh, developed into anything. Um, but, and Ohio State's been playing some good basketball lately, and I think we continue to, uh, see them rise up in the rankings. Yeah, I'm also going to go Iowa State. Uh, they, they've been on a roll here the past few weeks, um, a couple big wins. And Texas has definitely started to look better the last few weeks. Um, but I think going on the road in a tough environment in Iowa, uh, Iowa State, uh, I think Iowa State is just going to have the upper hand and hold them off. Um, and then our last top 25 matchup uh, this weekend, 
We have number seven, Purdue, at number 25, Illinois. This is Monday night, not the weekend, but same thing. Um, Nick, who do you got? They won't hear from us till Tuesday anyway. No. Yeah, um, I'm going to take the, the fighting line. Fighting a line. I don't know. I'm a Penn yeah, State Sound fan. it out. Sound it out, yeah. I'm not meant to say it. Um, but yeah, but I'm taking them. Uh, Illinois, I'll just call them by their government name. <laughs> um, this is a team that's been trending in the right direction. And obviously, Purdue is a good team, um, probably the best, well, at this point, the best team in the Big Ten. Um, but Illinois has been fighting their way up. Um, they've looked a lot better, and Purdue has been inconsistent this year at times. Uh, and I think that they, uh, on the road, just give Illinois too much of a chance, and Illinois takes it away from them. Yeah, um, I, I think this is going to be a great uh, close matchup. But I have Purdue with the advantage um, just because I, I think overall they're the better team. Um, Illinois, like you said, they're definitely surging right now. But Purdue, after you know those two tough losses, I, I feel like has a lot of momentum going in the right direction. Um, and so for that reason, I will be picking Purdue to win on the road at Illinois. Mm. Big game. Big game. Huge. Big Ten fan. Huge. Huge. Speaking of Huge, uh, a huge, massive um, dumpster fire of a player. Underwhelming. <laughs> uh, over in the NBA, um, Russell Westbrook, he's got to be the biggest flop I've ever seen. Um, and I don't mean flop as in like NBA flop that you think of, like flop as in somebody good that's just absolutely playing like shit. Um, I, I, like, I don't know if he's getting high before games, if he's getting drunk, if he's doing something, but the man sucks. Like, he looks like he's playing one of the, when he shoots three-point shots, he looks like he's playing one of those carnival basketball games, trying to win a damn teddy bear. Like, I was looking into buying a, buying a house this year, but I'm going to just go to a Lakers game and collect his bricks and build one myself. The man <laughs> just, the, it, he just, he looks bad. Like, every time no, I'm on Twitter, does. I just see videos just off the rim, off the glass, off the rim. Like, the Kings Arena posted him on the Jumbotron as the ice-cold player of the game. In a game, he went 2 of 14 from the floor and a staggering 0 of 5 from beyond the arc. He is embarrassing. They The Lakers need to ship him out before everybody or before nobody wants him anymore. I agree. I mean, even, like, for me, even when he was at his peak and, like, he's carrying the Thunder and, like, the, the Rockets to the playoffs and all this other he's stuff. He's not like, a three-point shooter. He still wasn't that good. Like, he was still, like, good. Like, had like almost like a below fifty percent shooting percentage, like I think he was just above fifty percent, and like to me he's never been good. He just has flashy stats, like you know setting up the the, the triple double record and all this other stuff. But yeah, the and I mean you and I both said it when the Lakers triple doubles don't always equate the wins. Yeah, and well, I mean that's obvious by the fact that they were like the eighth seed in the playoffs every year and they would get smoked in the first round. Um, but like you and I both said it this year when. The, the Lakers sign him like why like I understand like he's chasing a ring but it's like that is such a, a dumb signing for the Lakers to make and it, yeah. obviously it's proving true at this point his he gets his stats because he was the best player on the Thunder for a while like and even you know the past couple years he's just he chases the triple double and we've seen it doesn't have a good record and doesn't get anywhere close anywhere close to a ring so yeah he's 
flashy. He looks nice. But as far as looking nice, don't win a championship. <laughs> it was funny. Like, so, like, the, the press asked him after the game, like, what he thought about that. And he was like, oh, like, that's cute. Like, I, I haven't seen them play the last 14 years. It's like, what does that even mean? Like, just shut up. <laughs> anyway. I, I honestly could probably go join the Lakers and play better than that. And I'm out of, I'm fat and out of shape. Right. But I would at least understand that, hey, I can't make a shot. Let me at least pass it to somebody who can. Yeah. Like, it, he's made a career out of driving to the damn basket. Yeah. I'd rather shoot. have, like, 30 assists. Yeah, I'd rather have, like, 30 assists and 5 points than, like, 15 points and 30 yeah. missed shots and no assists. Yeah. Fucking, like, yeah, he's got to hear that sound in his sleep. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he can't hear that in his sleep because he doesn't even hit the basket. <laughs> uh, the sound of the fans going, Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on, we got some NHL news for you guys. Uh, gave you George a little. Is excited about this. I am. We're going to give you a little bit of a standing update. Um, in the East, uh, Tampa Bay leads with 55 points, Florida has 53. The Rangers have 52, Carolina has 50, Toronto with 49, Washington with 49, Pittsburgh has 47, and Boston has 44. In the West, Nashville has 50 points and leads the way, St. Louis right behind with 49, Vegas with 48, Colorado with 47, Anaheim with 45, Minnesota with 44, uh, the Kings with 43, and San Jose with 41. Now, Nick... uh, we, we don't talk about hockey a lot on here, and you, you have stated that you want to get into it. I have stated that I need to redevelop my love for it. Um, so what we're going to start doing here on the show is uh, Tuesdays, it, we're going to talk about hockey and basketball on both days, but Tuesdays we're going to more so spend on basketball and, and developing that. Thursdays we're going to talk a lot more about hockey, uh, especially here with football winding down. Um, so Nick, we're we're gonna start off. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you into the sport. Um, we're gonna talk about how the point system works, so you understand yeah, which, that. I, I just want to so, point out that this was great because you were sitting there listening, and you said Tampa Bay 55 points, and I was like, damn, how do you get points? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the I looked way, down, and I was like, ah, George is about to tell me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So the 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 way the NHL does their their whole system is not based off of. Uh, wins and losses and all this other stuff. I mean, it, it is, but in a different way. So, uh, to get your your points here. So, Tampa Bay has 55 points. So, a win is worth two points. Um, a loss is worth zero. But if you make it to overtime, you're automatically guaranteed a point. So, again, if you go to overtime and you you win, you still get two points. But if you go to overtime and you lose, you get one point. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, because at the end of regulation, you were tied. So right. I feel like yeah. that's So if you, if you make yeah. it to overtime, you're guaranteed a point. Um, and so you, you add up all these points throughout the year. Um, now, at the end of the season, whoever has the most points. So right now, Tampa Bay leads with 55 points. Um, if the season were to end the day, Tampa Bay would win what's called the President's Cup. Um, that goes to the team that has the most points throughout the year. Um, so necessarily, you don't have to have the best record. Like, a lot of the time... Like if it, if it's close, like I mean, if you if Tampa Bay wins like twenty more games than Florida or Nashville, whatever, they're they're gonna win the the Presidents Cup. Like that's but like if say Florida won three more games, um, but Tampa Bay 
had a lot of overtime losses and they can make up those points, Tampa Bay could still win the President's Cup. It, it, it's just weird how it always works out. Um, I'm thinking of a sprint now. Yeah, so um, President's Cup, obviously a high honor. Um, now, the way they do their seedings then is first through eighth uh, in each division gets into the playoffs. So whoever has eight the points now, if, say teams are tied, then it goes to tiebreakers and all that other stuff. Mm. So that is how the – do you have any questions so far about how points work? Nope, I'm with you. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll stop there with the points. But to, to help you get into hockey more, we need to find you a hockey team. Because you can't just be sitting here just like, oh, yeah, like, oh, hockey. Yeah, I got to have some sort of motivation. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're going to go through a series of questions here. Okay. And um, we discussed this before the show, by the way, and we decided that George was basically Facebook quizzing me. No. No, <laughs> I said a Facebook quiz popped up and I took it and it gave me like the completely wrong team. So I said, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're, but it's essentially gonna... the same thing. Just Georgified. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah, never mind. Um, okay, so, so if you look at you regionally, regionally. Uh, you know, teams that are closest to you, uh, you, you have Pittsburgh and the Penguins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philadelphia is, 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 you know, right there too. Mm-hmm. You also have Washington, <laughs> uh, yeah. the Capitals. I I would actually even throw the the Devils in there because uh, they're they're pretty close to Philly. They're like right on the middle of the state. Oh, the so, Jersey, yeah, yeah. So so we'll throw the Devils in there too, just just for the hell of it. Do now I got. I I, I don't want to have to go to Jersey. They're out already. Yeah, sorry. sorry um, Jersey Devils. <laughs> so so we got some questions here. Yep. Uh, to to help us, I mean, we can even add more teams as we go and narrow, narrow it down. Okay. Um. So. Obviously, the first question would be: Do do your parents watch hockey at all? No. Um, no. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. Um, do you want a team that's like rebuilding and and trying to you know come back, or do you want a team that's like already established as as being Ooh. good? Mm. And I I would also throw in so we have a brand new team this year, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, yeah, that one, that one. If there's a brand new team this year, it's that one. So you're you're going to root for Seattle? Wait, no, I don't, I don't want to. I, I don't want to have to drive to Seattle. That's a dumb. That's a dumb idea, Nick. Well, stupid. So okay. I'm going to write Seattle down. Just, okay, I'm not going to we'll eliminate them yet. But we'll keep them in. Are you interested in, in a rebuilding team? I'm a, I'm going to say yes because if I choose a good team, by the time I like get fully developed into it, that yeah, that might be bad. There's a right. yeah. Okay, so that's going to add Detroit. My 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 team might as well be rebuilding every other team yeah. is. Uh, Arizona, uh, the Kings, and uh, we'll th- we'll throw in Ottawa and Anaheim. Anaheim has is is in the middle of rebuild, but they're also like way overperforming right now, so they're not bad. <laughs> um, so we'll add Ottawa and Anaheim. All right, moving on. Next next question. Um, do you want a team with history? Like you know, like we we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. We have the original six. Um, there's also some expansion teams uh, from the 50s that have a lot of history behind them. Uh, do, do you want a, like a very historically integrated team? I mean, it's it's not necessarily, it's definitely not a bad thing, um, but <laughs> I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a need. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. I just, um, just want to be excited. <laughs> so so we, we asked about the rebuilding teams. Do you, do you want teams that... Ha- like win um a lot or, or at least recently 
Uh, yeah, I don't want I don't want no thirty year drought teams. Yeah. Um. Well, that that eliminates actually a couple then. Um. So Washington now gets another point because you know they're, they're regional. Um. Now the Blues get added because they just won the cup in twenty nineteen. Uh, and Tampa Bay gets added because they won the last two cups. Um, and then we we also have uh, the the Golden Knights. Uh, they've made it the playoffs every year since they've been in, in. I don't know what the word is. Incepted, created. I guess. That's I'm sorry. The, what, that's an easier what word. Did you just... Incepted. What? Like a team's inception. Like a team's creation. The immaculate inception. I don't know if incept is a word. It's probably not, I, but I'm not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and, I, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna, the golden. I'm not going to lie. So the golden Knights, like back when, because did they not win? Like they literally won some, something, one of the cups, like the first year they were a team. They, they won the Western conference. The first year they were the team. They Western lost, they lost they in the, the, the championship round. Okay. Um, I knew they won something like the first year. So you don't want so the, the I, I Maple have had Leafs. My intrigue by them, but yeah, I, I won't say that. So, so we'll add them. Uh, Islanders have also been a drought. Would, would you consider two thousand one a drought or no? Two thousand ninety nine, late nineties, early two thousands. Would you would you consider that a drought? Late nineties, early two thousands. It doesn't see. I don't want to say it's a drought because that's like around the time I was born. But <laughs> that now that I think about it. It's, Kind of droughty. All right, all right. So we'll we'll keep the avalanche out. Uh, Oilers have been on a ridiculous drought, and they always choke. Uh, Panthers have also been on a drought, but they're also playing better. But we'll we'll keep the Panthers out. Um, do you do you like a team and a fan base that has a lot of fun? Yes. Okay. So we'll we'll add the uh the Hurricanes because they have arguably probably one of the best like right now um fan bases. So we'll add Carolina. Uh, let's move on here. We've established you don't like losers. Um, do does like star power matter to you? Like do you do you want a team that has like one definable like star player? I guess it really doesn't matter. Um, like I okay. want some aspect of it to be exciting. Like right. I want either a star player or like like a team that like the lob city clippers you know what i mean like obviously right. that's a basketball team but i'm just giving you an idea no yeah no i get it um, yeah and do, do you want a, a team that has a really good fan base or a team that not a lot of people cheer for like if if you were to walk into a room and say hey i'm a fan of this team everybody look at you like oh they exist or would you rather be like, hey, I'm a fan of this team, and everybody's like, oh, hey, like I. Or would I rather be a Lakers or a Yankees fan? Well, Lakers would have been cool, but. <laughs> um, hmm. I guess somebody that a lot of people don't normally cheer for would probably be. Um, I'm trying to think of like who I'm already a fan of. And whether like that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> um, hmm. I guess really. Give me somebody that. I, it really doesn't matter. I guess. Flip a coin. 
I'd right. I'd say that I'd probably lean more towards like somebody that's not like like I wouldn't want to be a Yankees fan if this were baseball. You know what I mean? Okay. So so that would rule out. I would say Boston, the Rangers. Um. Everybody hates Philly, so we're gonna take off Philly. Yeah. I um, Washington is like really indifferent. Like a, as a Pittsburgh fan, I just smacked my face in them with my mic. Um, <laughs> there you go. As as a Pittsburgh fan, like I hate Washington. Like that's just a rivalry. But like if you went to say like St. Louis and asked, everybody's like, oh, like yo, I feel like they're they're like kind of an indifferent. It's um, so I'll keep them in for now. Okay. Um, we're just gonna take the Devils off because nobody likes the Devils. Yeah, I told uh, you I wasn't going to Jersey. Uh, well, see, so here's here's why I kept them on there for now. So the the cool oh. thing is, like with hockey, is you know in the NFL they rotate who they play at, like every couple years. Like mm-hmm. the Bears don't play the Redskins, or excuse me, the Bears don't play oh, the yeah. Washington football team. I don't know why I keep team. saying that. Yeah, because I yeah. wouldn't have to keep. I wouldn't. Have yeah. To. So, but like Pittsburgh plays. So you have your division, and you have your your conference. But like they play every West team on the road and at home once a year. Hmm. So like. If you pick Seattle, you would just like whenever they came to the East Coast, you just go see them. Um, so but we'll, we'll take New Jersey off because nobody likes Jersey. Yeah. Um, we're Jersey gonna take the same. We're gonna take Ottawa off just because they're a terribly run franchise. There you go. Um, take take all if there's any other Canadian teams on there. Take uh, I'll take the Canadian teams off. Okay. I don't think I had any on there. It's not that I'm. Uh, we're gonna take Arizona off again because I I don't even know what's going on with with Arizona right now. <laughs> Um. Okay, so that leaves us with Pittsburgh, Washington, Seattle, Detroit, uh, the Kings, Anaheim, Tampa Bay, uh, the Golden Knights, and Carolina. Um. So if if you want regionally, you got Pittsburgh or Washington. Um. If that doesn't matter, then you have Seattle. Anaheim and uh, L.A., even Las Vegas. Um, so, yeah, it, it comes down to – see, here's the, the the cool thing for me, at least, is, like, when I lived in Pennsylvania, we had um, the AT&T Sportsnet, which was hooked up to Pittsburgh. Like, that's where Pittsburgh broadcaster came. So I could watch every mm-hmm. Pittsburgh game that wasn't on national TV. And I moved, and I, I didn't have that anymore. And now that um, NHL has this deal with ESPN, it's a lot more accessible like for people like me. Now, obviously, the people who live back in PA that don't want to pay you know, ESPN Plus, all this other stuff, they don't get the regional games anymore. And so that does suck. Um, but you don't have cable TV, so I know that. So th- that, that's what makes it so hard is like it, everything's just so much more accessible. Uh, so we're just gonna go mascots. We're we're gonna narrow it down. I'm gonna list off the mascots, okay. and and their colors because I know colors make a make a big difference. This is true. I don't look good in certain colors. All right. So Pittsburgh is the Penguins, uh, black mm-hmm. and gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are are they I'm familiar with? All right. In or out, based off that. I'll keep them in. Okay. Washington is like, a. No, I go feel ahead. like they have to be in the finals just because. Like, yeah. If I'm gonna enjoy hockey, it's gonna be enjoyed with you, and they're your favorite team. So I feel oh, like gotta be appreciate that. Um, moving on, we got Washington, uh, the Capitals, uh, their, their mascots an eagle, 
Um, colors are red, white, and blue, obviously. In or out? I would say, I would say for you. I think you're gonna say in. Just just off of that alone, you would say in. Well, see, I want to, but like my luck with my current Washington team isn't exactly enticing me to pick another one. Now, granted, I do know that the Capitals are just just slightly better than the Washington football team. Um, I forget how many teams are currently at. So, just one, two, three, four. Okay, they're in. Uh, Seattle. The, the they are like I said, they're the newest team to the NHL. Um, colors are, they're actually really good. So they're the Kraken. Um, colors are black, like a, a neon blue, like a teal blue, uh, and white, and a, a little bit of red thrown in there. Hmm. They're in. Okay. Detroit, the Red Wings, a uh, very historical team. Uh, one of the original six, like I said, red and white. Um, I'm trying to describe. So they don't have like a mascot, at least that I remember. I'm familiar with them. Yeah. With what they look like, they're out. They, they're out? Okay. Out. <laughs> they, they do have a tradition at the some point in every game, somebody throws a squid onto the ice. I never understood that. I mean, like, I, I just, for the pure camaraderie of it. Yeah. But, no, they're still out. Um, the Kings, uh, West Coast, uh, their mascot is a lion who wears a crown. Uh, colors are Ooh, black I'm and silver. Yeah, colors are black and silver. Of course it is. <laughs> West Coast. Um, Will Ferrell is a big fan of them. Recently, I wish I you wouldn't have said that because I was about to say that they were out. No, and it almost sounded like it was because it was Will Ferrell. But no, that's not black. Yeah, no, they're out. Yeah, you, you don't. Yeah, okay. Uh, moving on, we got the Anaheim Ducks. Um, they were originally named the Mighty Ducks, uh, and then they changed their I'm name. Slightly familiar. Yeah. Uh, so now <laughs> they're just the Ducks. Um, known for choking in game sevens horribly. Uh, colors are black. Orange, uh, their logo is like a tannish brown. Mm, you lost me at choking game sevens. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have We're Tampa Bay. Yeah, we have Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, blue and white. Uh, their mascot is a lightning bug. Out. <laughs> I always laugh when I like tell people that. Like, you think it'd be like Zeus or something? Nope. Lightning bug. Do you know why they're called the lightning, though? Um, probably because it storms a lot in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is the lightning capital of the world. Mm, so it um, does storm a lot. So uh, next up, we have Vegas, the Golden Knights. Um, colors are black, obviously. Um, why can't I think of the colors right now? Gold. Uh, yeah, that was... Uh, yeah. Uh, their mascot is a knight. In case you couldn't pick up on that, uh, they have a very fun. I mean, it's Vegas, so but they have a very fun atmosphere there. I will say that I love their their. They always do like a, a pregame show, like, um, it's like hologrammed onto the ice. It looks really cool. Cool. So I actually, I have seen their like all gold. Um, I do remember seeing that, and I was a fan of that, but I've also seen their black, and I'm not a big fan of that. Um, as much as I want to keep them in, I'm going to have to say they're out. 
All right, Vegas is out. Uh, and last but not least, we have the Carolina Hurricanes, um, a team that has played very well the past few years. Um, like I said, probably one of the best fan bases in hockey right now with how much, well, at least how much fun they have. All of the, all of the fan bases, um, for the most part, are very diehard, um, unless your team, like, <laughs> the worst fan base is Arizona. Um, but so Carolina goes by a bunch of jerks because, um, after all of their wins, they started doing like these, these random things on the ice. Um, and a hockey commentator called them a bunch of jerks because they were just ruining the game of hockey. He said, uh, so they adopted that as their moniker. They are now known as a bunch of jerks. Uh, colors are black, red, and white. Um, they have some really sick alternate jerseys and, I don't think they have a mascot. I, th- I think they're just known as the Hurricanes. Rough. Really trying to... I, yeah, I don't think they have a mascot. Hmm. I'm going to have to say they're out. Okay. Surprising. They're okay. I, I, wanted, I wanted to keep them in. because they're, yeah. they're right there. All right, so we're down to Pittsburgh, Washington, and Seattle. Hmm. So I've, I've, I've given you my pitches for all three. So I will let you think through those three. And and you tell me who you who you want, and I I don't want you to to think about me. I don't want me to influence your decision. No, so I've actually I, I've been thinking about it the whole time we've been talking about it, and I I think that I've come to the conclusion that if if this is the year that I'm starting out as a hockey fan, this is the year that I'm starting with the team that's starting. So we're gonna go with Seattle. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Nick Bell, a new to hockey fan. Is is gonna become a Seattle Kraken fan. So congratulations, Nick. Um, and it, 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 I think it's gonna be a lot of fun learning hockey with you and teaching you and getting to watch it now. Um, so next thing up is we have to schedule a game to go to together. For sure. And that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but I I, I yield my time now back to you uh, so we can talk about something other than hockey, uh, and and bring some of these listeners back into it maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so uh a little a little bit going on in the racing world uh, not that there's a whole lot of racing going on uh, but oh, it's, getting, it's Robert, getting ready though they're, they're, uh, the is, roar before the 24 ready. is this week uh, i'm sorry you're, you're gonna talk about some more here soon i'll, I'll stop oh, okay i wasn't thinking uh so uh, first of all robert wickens will race full-time in i'm assuming that's imsa michelin pilot challenge yes okay in 2022 for Brian Herta Auto, um, Robert Wickens was in a pretty bad crash. That was that was the one we witnessed, right? Yeah, we were there. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I couldn't remember. There was another big accident sometime around that time, and I couldn't remember if that was him or... Uh, but yeah, a uh, big crash George and I witnessed. Um, so glad to see him getting back uh, into the car and getting back out there. Um, I had <laughs> kudos. I, again, we witnessed the wreck. I, it, it was not That was pretty, horrifying to watch, yeah. Yeah, uh, tore the fence apart, got helicoptered out from the infield. Like it was, it was bad. Um, so, I, and then I'm I fell sure... asleep because I worked the night before and there was a two-hour delay. Yeah, it it, it was it was a good, a good time, but not the wreck was not. Um, but yeah. glad to see he's back out there. Um, Absolutely, he, I'm sure he's probably nervous, <laughs> but it's hopefully he'll get behind the wheel and, um, you know, have a successful race. Uh, in other IndyCar news, uh, Connor Daly will run full-time for Ed Carpenter Racing in 2022. Uh, Ed will step away from doing ovals only. Um, and it'll, this is 
uh, Daly's first multi-year full-time contract. Uh, Ed Carpenter, we were talking about it before. One of the first, uh, the in, the Indy 500 that we went to in 2018, George and I, um, we watched the qualifying together. And Ed Carpenter uh, was the pole sitter. I believe he averaged like 230 miles an hour, I think is what it was. Um, and I remember I, I didn't really know a whole lot at that time. So we went, we watched the Indy 500, and then afterwards, I didn't really know. I was like, because I remember Ed Carpenter being the, the pole sitter for the Indy 500. I was like, yo, what happened to Ed Carpenter? And George was like, oh, Elon does ovals. So I'll always remember that. <laughs> I, I, I called him a bitch. And I still, to this day, I, I misread George putting the notes in. And I was like, I was like, bro, is he going back to ovals only? I don't pay attention. But <laughs> And last but not least, uh, the Chili Bowl Nationals are going on this weekend. George, you were excited to talk. So I, I'll let you take this one away. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm I'm just excited. Racing's back. Um, Cars going fast. Yeah, the the chili bowls are uh the chili bowls the chili bowl is always fun to watch. Um, it's you know USAC midget racing around a freaking tiny dirt track in the middle of uh arena in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, you know you have the best dirt track races in the world go there. Um, Kyle Larson's out there. Alex Bowman went out. Uh, I think even Chase Elliott's there. Uh, Christopher Bell's always there. You know, those are the big NASCAR names. Um, but just huge, you know, names from the, the dirt racing world um, head there and, and compete. And it's just a lot of fun to watch. Um, tight short track racing tempers always flare, uh, and people are, get quite upset with each other. Um, you got the the NASCAR clash coming up, which I. I feel very indifferent towards just because of where they're having it this year, um, but I think it'll be interesting to watch nonetheless. Um, the 24 Hours of Daytona is in two weeks, I believe. Uh, I'm still trying to tell myself that I need to save money and don't buy tickets and go, <laughs> but I really want to because I, I will go see that race before I die one day, um, and I, I just really want to go out there and check it out um, and just sit there for 24 hours and watch cars go around the track. I think I think that's fun. I mean, a lot of people don't, but they they also have other things you can do there. Um, but thank God, <laughs> like I I love what you know I love racing too. But twenty four yeah. hours in a row, you'd you'd have to get bored for sure. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Necessarily bored. I, I probably like, would, but because I, I don't know. I I imagine it's probably some like thing that they put out as a spectacle and like. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. It is twenty four hours, so I guess you got to get gas a lot and shit. And, change your tires so i don't know i guess it could be pretty fun to be honest but yeah it's 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 fun to see you know racing season get ready to ramp up here um very excited to start talking about a little bit more with you guys and i mean that's that's with a lot of things um we have going on behind the scenes we're ready to you know start talking about a lot of things more and get them included into the podcast so that way everybody has you know something to listen for um or even other ways to branch the podcast out. But yeah, nonetheless, I think that about wraps, or, or I'm sorry, Nick, do you have any of your, uh, your tweets for this week? Oh yes, I do. Oh, you okay. almost forgot about him. I also almost forgot about him. No, like right before we started this, I told myself, I was like, Oh, that's right. Nick has to do tweets tonight. And then I even like, was like, Oh, like I'm going to ask him. And then I, my food got delivered. Finally. Finally. Yo, pizza. We both ordered pizza tonight because we're like, yeah. he, telekinetic twins but yeah um oh the, i ordered it like an hour and a half ago and it just now got here <laughs> little little ridiculous just a tad 
I'm sorry. We're, sorry for distracting. Delivery, you. Whatever ahead. the delivery fee was was too much. But anyway, um, I have an honorable mention because I just seen it like right before the show. It was a picture shared on Twitter um, of uh, astronaut Bruce McCandless II. He was the first person to conduct an untethered free flight in space. And if you look at the picture, it's just this man floating above mountains that are down on Earth. Like he's just out in the middle of space. It looks like he's about to die. It really does. It looks like he'll never come back. Um, but there's a fake James Franklin page on Twitter called Evil James Franklin, and my man's shared it and quoted it and said, "Great pick of a Jordan Stout punt," and I thought it was hilarious, bro. <laughs> so that, that reminds me. No, sorry, real quick. So the on TikTok, this uh, the Oklahoma punter. I don't know his name. He might even be the real punter, but he punts like <laughs> he is. Um, he's at their practice facility, just like practicing, and they found a ball stuck up in the rafters. <laughs> and so, like, the past three days, he's just been posting videos of him trying to, like, punt a ball up there and knock it down. And it's very entertaining to watch. <laughs> Sorry. Go, go ahead. Something. Go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, number three, I actually tagged George in this on Twitter. I told him it was going to be my number three just for the sake of it. Uh, it was a tweet of a picture of the number eight Budweiser car, Dale Earnhardt Jr. at Daytona in 2000. It was beautiful. I had to see it. Uh, yeah, there's a... My num- I forget the name but- of the page. I think it's called like Wrangler Th- Wrangler Three Good Wrench on Twitter. He always posts like random old school photos of Dale Earnhardt, and like Dale Earnhardt is even on his podcast. Said like that's one of his like favorite channels or um, uh, profiles to like see posts on because mm-hmm. he can see like so many cool pictures, and a lot of that's like fan pictures that they send to him, and so it's stuff that Dale's never even seen before. So yeah, oh, I wow. I love how much like the Twitter community still loves Dale Earnhardt. And getting to For see sure. like all of his random stuff posted every day, I love it. Oh yeah, uh, gotta love Dale. Um, you just have to. Uh, my number two pick <laughs> is, um, I remember it was like right after I had seen about the. I think it was right after. That. I don't know. At some point, either way, Russell Westbrook was having a bad game, <laughs> and Skip Bayless tweeted out Russell Westbrook. And I absolutely lost it when I seen it. I, I was out in public at the time, and I literally laughed out loud. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I just, like, I, I hate Skip Bayless. Don't get me wrong. The man's, I can't listen to him talk. I just can't. I hate his voice. But the tweet was hilarious. Um, and last but not least, I hope you've seen this. I might have even shared it and tagged you in it because I wanted you, I was really hoping you've seen it. There's a picture from the Grizzlies Warriors game. Of John Morant staring down a child. And the caption literally says he's staring down children. And John Morant, like, replied back to it and said, sorry, I'm just too locked in on another level with a laughing face. I was like, bro. (laughs) My man, not only is he um, the most most improved player this year, but he's he's an animal. He's staring down kids. Get out of his way. <laughs> I like whenever I see like highlights and stuff, I always look forward to seeing like his. Uh, oh, really like en- that two-handed block the other night, dude. Yeah, well, he's, no, he's, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun to watch. Um, so, but that will wrap up our episode for tonight, guys. Um, like I said, sorry, we're a day late. Um, just didn't feel like it yesterday. Uh, yeah. Actually, we 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 did, but we both. Yeah, we we actually really did, but it. It happened. It kept getting later and later, and we were both yeah. like, "You know what? <laughs> we'll just we'll just do it today." 
Um, but hope you guys enjoyed it nonetheless. As always, thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, we will be back Tuesday after an exciting weekend coming up with NFL football, college basketball. Um, like I said, Chili Bowl Nationals are going on. So if you're into dirt racing, definitely go check that out. Um, or racing in general, nonetheless. Um, but we will have a lot to talk about on Monday when we, or sorry, Tuesday when we come back. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, uh, merch store, uh, socials. Yeah, go check those out. Yeah, merch store, um, socials. Is that it? Uh, sounds like about it. Okay. I believe. Um, it- you know, I, I, I did want to say one thing. Um, to anybody that, or to everybody that's listening, um, we genuinely, like, behind the scenes, George and I are texting each other almost 24-7 um, about ideas, you know, for not only the podcast, but the brand in general, um, you know, that we want to build and create. And for those of you that, that support us and want to see more from us, um, we would obviously love to uh, be able to put out more content or or better content or or whatever and, and have more time to put into um, really being efficient and you know entertaining um, with not only this but all of our social medias and everything and unfortunately we're not going to be able to like we're going to have to work towards that um so every ounce of of love and appreciation that that you guys show us um you know, in the long run, not only means a lot, but helps way more than you could imagine. Um, George and I <laughs> were counting down. Uh, how many streams are we at, George? Can you look? I, at I, uh, we hit, we hit 110. We did hit. We hit 110. There yeah, we we're at 110. See, George and I were we were um, conversating when we were getting close to 100. Uh, that was obviously our first milestone, really, um, that we wanted to hit. I don't know how George feels, but I feel like we hit it a lot faster than I thought we were going to. Um, and it feels good, and we want to continue to feel that way. Um, so, you know, we've stressed before. Let us know what we can be doing better, what you want to see, you know, what you wish we did a little less, um, whatever. If there's a sport we don't cover that you would like us to cover, one that you'd like us to cover a little more, um, you know, we... We want our fans to enjoy listening to us, and we also want to enjoy listening to our fans. Um, Actually, I had somebody reach know, out to me and, and say they wanted more hockey. That's why I talked about it so much tonight. There or, you go. I, I tried to anyway. So, yeah, and and that's just it. Like that's we're gonna try to. We really, um, as we're getting better at this and getting more efficient, we're able to use our time wiser and be able to get through more things um, in the time that we have on the podcast. Um, so we're definitely still learning ourselves and, and still, you know, trying to make this better um, just based off of what we see, let alone, you know, what all you guys see in here. So please let us know what you think on any of our social medias, whether it's in comments or direct messages or, you know, whatever. Um, let us know. And again, continue to show support. If you're listening to this, share it with somebody. If you see one of our tweets or a TikTok or something, share it with somebody. Get it out there um, because the more successful we become, the better content we'll be able to put out for everybody. Absolutely. Um, with that being Baby said, my, uh, my lava cakes are calling my name, so I need to go mm. eat those. Yes. Um, but yeah, we will be back Tuesday. 
super excited for that. Uh, we're gonna figure out what NBA team I'm gonna start rooting for. Cool. Um, yeah. I guess I'll have to put up a little questionnaire like you did. Yeah. yeah you got. You got to figure that out for me. Um, right. Yeah. Nonetheless, we will be back Tuesday. We're super excited for that. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Be safe, uh, especially if you're in an area that's gonna hit by a storm. Um, other than that, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Yep. We do love you. See you Tuesday. Who's got internet that's never lagging? Whose groceries do their own bagging? Who's got hair worth extra bragging? With pants that aren't too sagging? They only put up with a little nagging. Who's hotter than a fire-breathing dragon? Jack Wagon.